What up, guys? Contraré la historia de una famosa persona. Todos la conocen con el apodo Corona. Todos la conocen con el apodo Corona. Si te da la tus. <risa> la tus. tus. <risa> What? Jay, I told you guys, so we right. missed our chance, dude. We should have jumped we on that, dude. We missed our chance we to go viral, to be viral sensations. Esa es una historia de la, what? De la virus corona, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I go back and write, there, write that, uh, write those lyrics better. Uh, yeah, man. Si te da la tos, todos, todos se cabronan. Nice. Yeah, dude. You know, I got my moments. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beto Report. I'm one of your co-hosts, the Con. Thank you, Jay. We got Jay right there. What up? What up, everybody? Yeah, man, you sound so great with that mic, dude. All about Ooh. this quarantine. Oh, look at this thing. Hey, I'm so glad you got that mic, dude. For sure. So and every hooked it up. And we're not complete without Uno. What up, Uno? Oh, what up, people? Got to give the people. <laughs> give the people what they want. That's right. That's right. That's right. They say right. no Jacoby. <laughs> no Jalen Jacoby. 81. Or shoot, 81. 81. That's how you got to say it, 81. I'm sure he, I'm sure uh, General Rose will, will love that. So, yeah, guys, we got a new episode for you guys, dude. We got so much to uh, talk about. Particularly about one streaming service, but uh, before we do that, guys, how are you guys doing with this quarantine, man? You guys doing all right? Yeah, man. Well, dude, I built three castles using nothing but cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I I made a souffle uh, using nothing but uh, vegan-oriented ingredients. Um, I built my own rocking chair using toothpicks nice um then i use all my popsicle sticks to build an antenna a working antenna i now have a friend in russia his name is dostoyevsky me and him we exchange uh we exchange messages using nothing but um morris code i learned morris code by the way i'm also learning italian um i read nine books nine uh one of them was german hence why my nine sounds so good Nine. Uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> dude, yeah, so that was my Thursday. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome, dude. I got a paper clip, a banana peel, and the pit of an avocado, and I made a ham radio. Nice. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. We are um, you know, we're we're living that quarantine life, right? So every time we go to the supermarket, we just have to buy excessive amounts of food. So I started getting into food sculpture. Um I uh, just uh, uh, painted the Mona Lisa on the side of our house with using nothing but mustard, uh, um, a 10-gallon jug of ketchup, and um, uh, just mash up some olives and, uh, you know, for the finer details. So uh, I feel like I might have a career in uh, food sculpture once this is all said and done. There you go, dude. Next next time we'll hear... uh a uh, a full uh, art gallery of Jay's work, mm-hmm, food sculpture. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm calling it the uh, quarantine series. I like, um, I like it. Yep, yep. I'm gonna have one piece literally just called toilet paper, and it's just gonna be like an empty frame because I have no toilet paper. Nice. It's just, it just gets you to think. You know what I mean? Just starting a conversation. Well, we're trying to like, use the toilet paper uh, in different ways. Um, and one is we actually use it as currency here in the house. So in order for my kids to get, uh, toilet paper, I make them do chores. Bro, that's uh, how it is now. Um, yeah, dude, Hazel just lost her second tooth and the tooth fairy didn't give her no money, dude. Just gave her two sheets of of toilet paper. Perfect. And that's, that's how she's getting by, dude. I just hope she's not losing her other teeth just to get toilet paper. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) It will be, um... We're we'll waiting for her to lose more teeth so we can have more toilet paper, dude. This tooth fairy better hook it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. So it's been it's been crazy. Uh, hopefully, you know this will be over. I can't say soon, but you know I know it's not gonna be over soon, soon. But hopefully, it'll, uh, we'll be 
back to some type of normal, dude? What what will normal's gonna look like? <laughs> Who knows, right? It's dude, gonna be. I have no idea. I yeah. know it's crazy. This freaking Zoom thing is crazy. Did you guys hear about all the people getting hacked? Dude, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about that till I we got an email about some people were you know um, talking about it, and then uh, an email from work, and uh, yeah, dude, apparently people are Zoom bombing people with porn. Yes, dude. What? Dude, hey, you know how real this is? Because uh, Hazel's classes were meeting on Zoom, but they like they got bombed. Of like, no, 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 no. But I think when all this came out, they uh, they switched it up really fast. So she had like one class on Zoom, and then like all of a sudden they switched her over to like Google Hangouts or something like that. And um, and she's been doing her classes all through there. But I think it was because of that, dude. People were were coming onto all these like classes and and kids stuff and putting their junk out there like so, it's crazy so we got this email so i looked for it right i started googling it and i saw an article about people were like having full reddit uh like rooms about zoom bombing like they would oh, gather and like somehow somebody hacked a like all these meeting ids and uh they would just hook it up to try to get into them and that they would just bomb them dude with with pornography or like you said people showing their junk or whatever in the middle of like uh, meetings and classrooms and dude, it's crazy. It's like, what the hell? These idiots, dude. Can't find Dude, I heard it was like, I heard some of them were like inside jobs though, dude, where you would have like certain students who were like, I don't want to take this test today or I don't want to do this class and they would give away their meeting ID or whatever and just have people like bomb it and do stupid stuff uh, to have them cancel the class. Um, and I guess crazy. like it was actually working dude, <laughs> that people were getting their classes <laughs> Shut down because people were just being dumb. That's that's crazy. But I guess it works. Pretty smart. It's pretty smart. Yeah, we used to just I don't know. I heard people. <laughs> we're getting bombed right now. Ah, <laughs> no, take that away. <laughs> yes, it was a little small, but no one oh, was on quiet dude, the whole time. <laughs> Uh, dude, no, dude. <laughs> oh shoot! We got the the real American vandal in here, dude. We got bombed by Uno. <laughs> Let's jump in, guys, to like the uh, first thing that we wanted to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> uh, the first thing that uh, I wanted to talk to uh, to you guys about, which is something that we wanted to, uh, <laughs> dude. I can't concentrate with that in the freaking camera, dude. <laughs> Um, uh, what was I saying? You made, oh. like, you made it like uncircumcised too, dude. It's like the, <laughs> uh, you know, people are going to be wondering, well, they're not wondering. They probably figured it out what, what, uh, if this was a YouTube episode, <laughs> I know we got to record these, dude. Oh, shoot. So yeah, dude, uh, HBO is for free for the whole month of April for free. You could stream anything. On there, go to their page, uh, HBO, and uh, you can find out how you can get HBO for free for the full month of April. So we thought, hey, you know what? Beta Report's going to hook you guys up. We're going to tell you guys what to watch on HBO, at least what we think is some of the best shows and series on HBO. So we're going to give you guys our all-time favorite shows Oh, because HBO has been around a long time, man, and there's a lot of good stuff on there that you probably not have either never tried out or stuff you haven't really watched. And of course, we'll give you guys our current picks, which you can find on HBO. So let's start it off with Uno. Uno, come on. All right, tell dude, us. I'm gonna go down a list because <clears throat> I've had HBO for a while. Um, so dude, that felt like a weird flex, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I've had HBO for a while. Quit your broke ass. Go hide your money, y'all. Um, okay, so shout out to AT&T who gave me HBO for free for hey. a year. Hey, thank you. That's what's AT&T. up. AT&T. Uh, if you want Javian's login, his email is. Um, okay, so let me dive Get right it. in. So, um, I've mentioned before in previous episodes that I'm a big like history buff and I like history stuff. Um, so if you're if you're like that, um, I think Rome is one of like the their better series that most people didn't watch or kind of slept on or kind of dismissed. It's only good if you like history, if you're into that kind of stuff. It's a really good like timepiece. It's like about like 15 years old or something like that, but it's good. Rome. 
Rome's one of my on my list. Another show that's really good. Um, I'm gonna is, throw out, I'm gonna throw out a little fact for you, Uno, for those people that so they'll see, understand how big of a show that was. A season one of that show was over a hundred million dollars. That's a big production value that show had. So, yeah, for Rome. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I yeah, did. Thanks for sharing. There you go. Go for it. Um, yeah, but uh, to that point, um, they did a really good job of bringing you into Rome. So it's not like you know a glorified cinematic version uh, or, or anything like that. No, I, I, it's actually, it lives up to cinematic standards that series does. And then another thing that it did, which I appreciate it, was that um, it was like intentional about being accurate about what it was really like to live in Rome. So Rome, Rome's on that. Another, uh, another TV show I like, and it's not connected. They're all like separate series and they're all really different, but True Detective uh, True Detective oh. is a good show. True Definitely Detective, dude. Checking out season one. Season had, one um, is still the best, but yes. Yeah, season one is probably is yeah still the best. It is. Season two has a really great performance by Vince Vaughn. It's a Vince Vaughn you're not used to seeing, and I really dig season two just because of him. Uh, Colin Farrell's his usual usual annoying self, and then Mahershala Ali was on the last one, and that was that was also a really great season. Um, and then of course, I don't know, man, maybe we can have a whole discussion on Game of Thrones. Is it worth watching or not? Right. Like maybe we discuss that later, mm, but yeah. we'll talk about Game of Thrones too. And then like my favorite right now, um, I'm going to back up, back up Jeff when he talks about his, but my, if I have to pick a separate one, isolated one, I have to say succession. Oh my God. Succession is so good. Guys go watch succession. Really great show. So many characters, so many great performances, so many people you love and hate at the same time. I really, really like that show. It's still running, so you know it could take a turn and just be have a tar- like a terrible ending, and you feel like it was a stupid show. But as of right now, it's a really great show. Definitely think it's worth checking out. It's my favorite uh, running show on, on HBO as of right now. Succession. So really quick recap: recap Rome. True Detective, Succession. Those are my picks. Dude, one of the things I heard about Succession, like uh, some of the they're interviewing some of the actors. They're, they're talking about like rich people are just a different breed, dude. Like, and they just think entirely different. They, one of the guys was talking about how you know training for the role, how it's it's uh, I guess common practice for most people to duck their heads when they're gonna walk under a, a the, like the blades of a helicopter. But the, there is, like, some people who are consulting them. They were like, dude, don't ever do that. Like, you have to be used to walking in and out of a helicopter. Those things aren't going to, like, cut your head off or anything like that because you're so used to it. That's not even a concern for you anymore. And it's like, yeah, dude, that's true. Because when I think about that, I was like, if I'm walking under a helicopter, I'm still going to, like, duck my head because I'm afraid I'm going to get my head cut off. But, like, they're just kind of like, no, it's a normal occurrence to them. And it's just, you know, you have to show that confidence. And it's like, hey, dude, that's crazy freaking rich people dude are legit just different types of people it's just yeah, different so i don't really dude. talk about what the shows are about um but succession i think uh since since we're talking about the rich succession is this uh series that centers around a family um and like the patriarch of the family the the dad in the family is a media tycoon his name's logan roy and he has four kids and so like the whole show is about He's older, a lot older. Um, he plays, he's, he's, uh, it's Brian Cox. What else is Brian Cox in? Like, like he's famous for it. He was, uh, in, um, he's, X-Men. Uh, yeah. He was in Red with, um, uh, Bruce Willis. He's like the Russian guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. Was he in? Yeah. Um, He's old Scottish guy, dude. You guys would know him when when he comes on screen. Mm-hmm. But Logan Roy, and he has four kids, and so it's about picking who's going to replace him as like the head of the company of the entertainment conglomerate. And it's a big, it's a big um, media conglomerate. It's kind of like 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 Disney or something like that. But it's so funky, dude. Because you know, I guess yeah. What like you know, when you're wealthy, you worry about things that we don't, right? Like like regular people don't. They don't worry about paying bills. Don't worry about like 
what school you're going to go to. Don't worry about grades. Don't worry about your job. Like, whatever. Um, but really, <laughs> really great show. I'm just remembering the scene. Kieran Culkin, it cracks me up in that show. Um, but anyway, yeah, Succession, great show. Awesome, dude. All right, Jay, what are your picks? What are your uh, fa- all-time favorite HBO shows? So I'm going to go with the one that I feel, for me, got me into like the whole true crime thing to begin with. And that's a show called The Jinx. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. It's... um. It's uh, based on Robert Durst. Oh, um, yes. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys remember that at all? They and get that like fool this dude, on video confess. On video, yeah, dude. Like, basically, like, he forgot that the audio was on, and he's basically like, all right, this is it. Like, they caught me. They got me or whatever. But I remember watching that, and I was just kind of like, sh- like, this this is freaking crazy, dude. Like, they literally just solved this case with this dude like on camera like it was just the, the whole true crime aspect of it i didn't i know that uh serial was was like really popular at the time um all these other like true crime podcasts were coming up during that time uh but to me this was like the first one that kind of like kicked that off for me where i was kind of like dude that's insane like following this case and like the drama behind it um so again it's called the jinx uh which is a really cool show it's it's like a docuseries um uh, and even that too, like I don't really remember ever watching like a docu series, you know, like where it's an episode after an episode of like in, in a documentary style. Um, so uh, yeah, that was pretty cool on this one. And there's another one that I always talk about, um, which is still running too. It's kind of current. Uh, it's called Room 104, and it's uh, an anthology series that um, takes place in this hotel room called Room 104. But the cool thing, though, is that, like, every episode is can take on any uh contemporary i guess is uh you know i think this is like a pretty um i feel like it's a pretty safe answer but it's uh it's a valid one to make and it's um watchmen the watchmen series that just came out i think is probably one of the better shows i think just general general consensus is everybody loved that show i don't think there was really too many flaws in it. And they've been just kind of playing and playing it over and over again on HBO recently too. So I've just been sitting and just watching it. And it's one of those shows where like, if it's on, you have to watch it. And even though you don't really understand what's going on most of the time, it's still like enthralling and pulls you in and, and everything is, um, uh, it's just such a great show, dude. It's dope. And I'll throw one. And um, I forget who there's like that one younger girl who's in it too, but I forget what her name is. You said enough. Uh, I think it's like her her little sister. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, for sure. Uh, but that I, I was wondering about that too. show. It seemed a little like I don't know. I didn't. I I didn't think I would want. I like. I didn't think I needed that show. I didn't think I would like <laughs> be. I didn't think I would be like into it. But I remember watching one episode and it just like hooked me, dude. And I was just like in it. And it's a little. It's a little. Um, I don't know. It's a little risque, I guess. It's not like like uh, for the family viewing, um, but it is pretty crazy to see like these younger kids in these situations and just kind of how they deal with it, um, which is pretty interesting. So it's a dope show, though. Dope. Pretty awesome, dude. <clears throat> uh, I love that list. Got some good stuff in there for sure. Man, we're hooking you up. Ah, dude. You're not going to do anything. To watch these shows. You don't right? have to, dude. We got you. <laughs> so here you're about Tiger King. I know. What'd you say? I said if you're done with Tiger King eating your pizzas, you can move on to HBO, dude. There you go. Ugh, that pizza. Thanks for bringing that. <laughs> uh, That's pizza in Oklahoma. <laughs> so my my uh all time favorite HBO shows, dude. And uh, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm going way back, dude. You can't talk about HBO and not bring up The Sopranos, dude. Got to talk about the Sopranos. You got to bring this up, dude. It's uh, 
it's it's well put. Would you say it's what put HBO on the map, dude? It's what brought HBO to, like, as a legit, um, not net. I guess network, or at least entertainment provider. Because The Sopranos, dude, from beginning to end. And some people will debate that last episode, but at least it didn't have like a terrible season, like let's say Game of Thrones. And we'll talk Game of Thrones in a sec. But I, I thought The Sopranos with James Gandolfini and uh, what's his name, Michael Imperioli, and just all these actors on there were awesome they didn't win emmys or golden globes whatever it was they won for nothing dude that show was amazing it was so good um so i mean if you've never watched it or never seen an episode gotta you gotta do yourself a favor and watch um the sopranos another one on here that i would put is the wire and the wire is a uh show about some cops in baltimore who are trying to fight um, the drug, um, I don't want to say they're not the drug gangs. I guess <laughs> I was gonna say cartels, but they're not cartels. The drug gangs out there. Um, but it, it's a really good show. It's probably one of the most realistic cop shows that you'd find. Um, and it's, it's Dude, which really one came, good. Which one came first, The Wire or Sopranos? I think, uh, I, I think they're very close. Like. But I think it's kind of running like simultaneously. I think so, but I think the wires was started first, and then the Sopranos came on. Because I was gonna say, I think I've heard, you know, like the wire. I think is is a a favorite of a lot of people. Um, But for me, just kind of backing up what you were saying, like when the Sopranos was on, like I I never knew that HBO produced like shows, like TV shows. I always thought that it was like, oh, that's where you go and you find just movies. Uh, but when Sopranos came out, I was like, oh, shoot, what the heck? Like, that's on HBO. That tripped me out. Um, so for me, that was definitely like an introduction to HBO being like an actual, like a network of shows as opposed to just like putting movies on there. So The Sopranos came out in 1999 and The Wire started in 2001. Oh, okay. So they were close. But yeah, The Sopranos yeah. came out first. I actually thought it was The Wire first, but it's The Sopranos. I didn't catch The Wire till late as well. I didn't. I didn't catch it right when it started. It was after started, because people were talking about it, and that's why I started. What were you saying, Muno? I just started watching it, like, last couple months. It's crazy, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's still really good. Yeah, it's really good. So my other uh, old time, uh, all-time favorite HBO show is Band of Brothers. Um, I'm like Uno. Oh, yeah. I'm like Uno. I'm a history buff. So um, that is about... Uh, um, Oh my God! What was it? Was it Bad Company? No, what was was the? It was a it was a regiment in the army, and it kind of surrounds about them and everything that happens within World War II. And they have these these stories about this this you know, um, I think they were I forgot what they were called. Darn it! But uh, it's really really good, man. The, the the characters on there you care for, you just. I mean, you just really sympathize with what they were going through. It's crazy. It's really good. It's a limited series, so there's only one season, so it's easy to get through, and it's and it is really really good. Um, and for my last all time favorite man, I gotta put on the Curb Your Enthusiasm, guys. That show is so so funny. Oh. It's yeah. a little song that plays at the end of the of every episode. Yeah, exactly. It, dude, it became a meme. People put stuff, yeah, put that exactly. on memes, dude. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the the meme with like something bad happens to somebody, and then they play that song at the end. That's the Kirby Enthusiasm theme song. <laughs> that dude, it, that thing killed me, dude. When uh, the main character, which is Larry David, he uh, he's he's for um, Larry David is the guy, one of the brainchilds, along with Jerry Seinfeld of the of Seinfeld, the show. And in fact, uh, um, George Costanza is sort of uh, uh, created around the persona of Larry David. Uh, but it's pretty much all him. And dude, that show is so funny. Dude. Bro, that guy, in, the, in one of the episodes, he wanted to get to Dodger Stadium. And he did, obviously, traffic is terrible. So in order to get there quick, he hired a prostitute so that she could ride with him and get go through the carpool lane. Wow. That was the only reason he <laughs> did it. Insane. So, and of course he gets pulled over 
Of course. <laughs> so obviously everything ensues there. Dude, it's it's freaking hilarious, dude. It is so funny. And uh, so I highly recommend you check that out. Kirby Enthusiasm is just really, really funny. Um, dude, I was just re- I was just reminded of one that you, since uh, you mentioned Band of Brothers, but I liked uh, The Pacific too, which is another... Uh, it's kind of like the pseudo sequel, right, to Band of Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, but this one I think it focuses on like the... Uh, like the um, Japanese side, the, like the uh, Japanese side mm-hmm. of the war, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was where, like, the first time that, like, my first um, encounter with uh, Rami Malik too, because he's in that show. Uh, oh, really? I remember, like, yeah, I remember seeing him in there. It was like, dude, this guy's weird, but it's kind of, but he's kind of, uh, I don't know. You could just kind of tell that, like, he had like the it factor. <laughs> <laughs> Uno's really intrigued with your uh, picks there. It was my pick. I know, dude. <laughs> Wait, Jeff. What? I don't care, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, Jeff, recap your, your picks. It's The Sopranos. It's Sopranos. The Wire. And Band of Brothers. And Kirby Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Dude, WTF, dude. What? We both did three, dude. Thanks. Sorry. No, dude, you're missing the one that I didn't pick because you said you were going to pick. Well, my current pick. Hold on. These are his all time. That was my all time favorites. I mean, I think I think that your next pick might belong in the all time go. Okay, uh, my current pick right Should now, up in his which story. which will be uh, one of my all time favorites too. But my current pick that it's just came out what a year ago I think uh, is Barry with Bill Hader. Oh, buddy, <laughs> dude, Barry is <laughs> dude. That show is so good. Guys. I like Barry. Me. And Barry has do one of the best characters on TV right now, uh, and his name is Noho Hank. Oh, Noho Hank! Noho yeah, Hank, that dude, guy. that fool is a Chet Chechen, right? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a Chechen. He's a Chechen, dude. And oh my god, dude, I thought we were friends. We're friends, are we? <laughs> it's like the way he talks. It's hilarious, yeah. dude. So Barry is about. Uh, I'm so excited, guys. <laughs> It's going to be the best. Oh, my God, dude. The way he talks. He, um, Barry, and we've talked about this before in the past, but Barry is a show by Bill Hader, um, who the main character is Bill Hader, who is a hitman, and he comes out to do a job in Hollywood and gets uh, one of the guy he's supposed to kill is in a acting class. So when he shows up, he gets bitten by the acting bug, and all of a sudden, he wants to stop being a hitman and wants to be an actor. And so... It kind of surrounds about that, but then there's all this stuff that's still surrounding him. He's still ge- being asked to be a hitman. Oh, guys, Bill Hader, you would not expect him to be a hitman, but he is crazy. He's so funny in that, dude. It's a, it's such a great show, guys. Really, check it out. It's only have two seasons. It only has two seasons. I think the, I'm assuming the next season will be coming out sometime this year, but uh, you can watch right now two seasons of Barry. It's so good. It's so, I mean, Really, it's I can't I don't know what else to say. Henry Winkler's on it, and he's really good in this too. He's like the acting teacher or something. But yeah, what Dude, what, what what did it for me was that episode where um, he's in the car with his friend or whoever that guy is, and uh, he like he he basically realizes that he's gonna have to kill him. But, like, the, their interaction between the two, like, I just never imagined Bill Hader having, like, that range in him, I guess. But, like, dude, he, like, turns it on, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is an intense, like, dramatic scene. That's I, yeah. I would have never guessed him being able to do that. But that that scene, to me, like, that got me. Dole's like, oh, shoot. Like, this is... Like some heavy duty stuff, dude. This isn't like a comedy. It's not like it's a black comedy, I guess. Yeah, but it's, it wasn't like meant to be like funny at that moment. Like it was just intense, dude. Like there's no other way to put it. It's like that moment was just like very intense. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was mentioning more how funny it is. But yeah, and it's a it's a it's a dark comedy or black comedy, as you said. And there are points of it that are really, you know, the drama is intensified. And that scene that you're talking about, man, that scene is crazy, dude. That that scene is. So intense too, and yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend you guys watch it and check that out. So, is that the one you're talking about, Uno? Yeah, um, definitely. I'm talking about Batty. 
Um, I think it's a great show. And like, again, I think it's one of those shows that might be higher up on like the all time list, depending on how it ends. But as of right now, it's a really great show. dude. Definitely dude. It's funny because of like, I can't think of like five other shows that are better. Like, all right. So with that said, guys, I know we're missing in all of our lists, Game of Thrones. And and funny, you mentioned what you just said, uh, Uno, because um, it's, 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 if it was season four, season five of Game of Thrones, we probably would have been saying that about Game of Thrones, at least in my, my personal thought, uh, feeling about it. But that last season just soured everything for me that it's just like, can you still put it on all-time greats? Or did that season, that last season, just sort of kind of killed all our goodwill towards Game of Thrones? I don't know how else to describe it, but Uno, what do you think? All right, not Uno. Jay, what do you think? Ah, uh, dude, oh, I really don't know, dude. I'm just thinking. No, go ahead. What are you going to say? Finish it off, uh, dude. It's just, it's, it's just that... Oh, dude. Look at the <laughs> suffering that I'm going through. I man. know, dude. <laughs> you know, there it's a good story. It's a good story about 90% of the way. Maybe even like, yeah, like about 90% of the way. Um, it just really falls apart. It just really falls apart. And it, does it fall apart so bad that like it undoes what was built over like the previous 80 episodes? Like, I don't. I think, yeah, man. It's. I think still check it out. I still still worth watching. It's just such a big commitment for such a disappointment. I think. Dude, I think that's the. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> I think that's the thing, dude. Is that you and all of us invested so much time, so much like, uh, so many hours, so much. Uh, just thought went into figuring out who was what, what was what. Um, and then to have it just kind of crumble in our hands the way that it did, it just kind of feels like, yeah, dude, like that whole entire series is wasted because they didn't stick the landing and because they didn't really do a good job of having our time that we put into it, like pay off in the end. Like it's just, have they extend like I think the I don't I don't want to go into it because we've already talked about this a billion times but um, yeah dude I think unfortunately because they didn't stick the landing like you can't I can't with confidence say like yeah watch the show it's like dope dude like you'll really love it because I know that most people who will go in go into it will be disappointed in the end which is a bummer it sucks because it has so many great moments and it is it is a good show but. I don't know if I'd be able to like put anyone on that path, dude. That path of disappointment. That's I think Uno for me uh, uh, kind of hit it on the, the nail on the head, right? Is that it's hard to commit to it when that last season just undoes so much of the work they did before. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. It's just like you're gonna commit all that time, all those seasons, just so that you get to that last season, and it just like. <laughs> They've been talking about the White Walkers since season one. And then the last season, it just takes, you know, one episode to get rid of the, the White Walkers. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. We've talked this, uh, talked about this a billion times, but it's it's just the fact that, if you know, you're going to commit so much time to it just to be disappointed for a full season that undoes everything. Yeah, that's to me, it's just it's hard to recommend people to commit some time to it um, and only for them to be disappointed at the end. So. Yeah, I just can't put it there on, on the all-time greats. Sorry. Yeah, dude. So I feel you. So with that, it could said, have been great, man. It could have been dude. great. Yes, I know. <sighs> it just hurts. It just hurts. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, let's move on. We all decided to call it the Benedict Jones. <laughs> if you had some moniker you wanted to use, you should have just told us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jay, why don't you introduce the next thing we want to talk about? All right, dude. So check it out. Look, bang bang. We're all in this quarantine life together, dude. But what if 
you didn't have to quarantine by yourself? What if you didn't have to quarantine just with your family and you could put together an all-star team of fictional, non-fictional characters, whoever you freaking want, dude, into your quarantine to quarantine with? Boom, let's get it. Top five. Wait, so what is the purpose of these, these, these people? Like- so basically, you would build a team to help you get through this quarantine time. So, for example, you, you might need someone who is already used to being in isolation so they can kind of help you cope with or deal with the current isolation that you're going through. Or let's say... Like someone, a hunter? Like a hunter or something, yeah. Or someone who, you know, for example, is a scavenger who knows how to look for things in places that most people won't look and it'll help you survive. Are we thinking um, that the quarantine is like we're living in an apocalyptic uh, time or something or what? Yes, All right. exactly. Okay. I mean, not necessarily so, but it could be whatever you want, dude. Like these these people can serve whatever purpose that you want. It's basically just to get you through your quarantine. All right. Okay. So why don't you kick us off, dude? <clears throat> All right, dude. So I already kind of talked about you know, uh, a scavenger, someone who's been used to isolation, dude. I think my number one pick would have to be Rey for Star Wars because she started off as a scavenger. She knows how to handle herself uh, being alone, being in isolation. So I feel like that'd be some pretty great skills that she can bring into our household and teach us how to, you know, take care of ourselves, how to manage uh, mm-hmm. our isolation and how to scavenge mm-hmm. for things, dude, because like we said right now, can't even find freaking toilet paper, dude, but she'd probably go out there and be like, yo, you can just use these freaking uh, leaves and they serve the same purpose, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and you needed Ray to tell you that? Yeah, dude. And then again, she's a freaking Jedi, too. She's like all the Jedis now at this point, so like if anyone wants to come down and try to start something, we got you. Okay, all right. I see. So I don't know. You want me to hit you up with all of them, or do you guys want to take turns? I think you should. You should take us through our, your lineup, dude. All right. All right. Uh, so my second pick would have to be Tony Stark, because not only would that dude just be super oh, cool to hang dude. out with, he'd be like just like a guy that you can just chill with all day, every day. Um, but he's a problem solver, dude. And we could use, obviously, his billions, trillions of dollars to figure out a solution to this problem, dude. Dude, freaking Tony Stark would have put a suit of armor on this entire world, dude. He would have already figured out how to, like, cure this virus. And he would have put people, he would have made, like, mini portable uh, Iron Man masks that you can just put on your face. And it would, like, help you get through this whole thing. Dude, like, he would do something like that. So I think I can use him in that way and uh again dude he'd be pretty dope okay so all right now my third pick and this is just sheer like hangout time i want to have like a bro over too that i could just like kick it with and like uh um uh, threaten anyone who's like talking crap when i'm playing games online and that's fat thor dude I don't want the regular pretty boy Thor. I don't want that dude who's going to come in here and try to drink up or, you know, drink all of our coffee and ask for more breaking cups all over the place. Can't do that kind of crap, dude. I want the fat Thor who all he wants to do is just drink beer and play video games. That's a very, very solid pick, dude. Dude, because sometimes you just want to chill, dude. And if I have somebody just talking crap, dude, I could just like give him the mic and be like, hey, noob 69 or whatever that dude's name is. If you talk master noob yeah exactly dude he'd have my back in that scenario so i'd be all good um so yeah that's my what was that third oh fourth pick all right so this dude i need this guy because if i'm gonna quarantine dude what if i had an opportunity to not stay home i can like escape with him into his little briefcase where he has like all these mystical character mystical animals and stuff Dude, and he's a freaking, like, magician, too. He's a wizard. Heck, yeah, dude, I'm down with that. So I'm going with Newt Scamander. That's, like, a random pick. Newt yeah. Scamander? Yeah, 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 dude. He's the dude from uh, Fantastic Beasts. 
So picture this, dude. <laughs> what are you gonna do you with his freaking animals, dude? Because, dude, you like you know you. They're saying you have to stay home, right? You can't leave your house. But, dude, that guy has like a whole freaking <laughs> world stuffed inside of his freaking briefcase, dude. So, like, anytime you get bored of just being inside the house, it's like, yo, let's just go into your briefcase really quick. And we can literally quarantine from anywhere. Anywhere that you can take his briefcase, we can be there too, dude. So I'll just tell all the team, like, hey, let's all get inside this briefcase really quick. Just hang out with some animals. This can take us from, like, place to place because he's a magician. He can make us teleport from wherever we're at. And there you go, dude. You can, like, quarantine from anywhere. So that's my fourth pick. And my fifth pick... You know, I didn't have a fifth pick now that I think about it. He didn't? I thought you had five. No, I only had four, dude. I only had four. I couldn't think of anyone else. All right. Okay. All right. So that's it. That's my top four. <laughs> oh, nice. That was, oh, man. Shh. Quiet. These are one of my picks. Uh, all right. Who's next? You're next. Uh, me? Okay. I'll go. My starting five, my starting five quarter team. Number one, Shuri from Black Panther. Yeah. She's a genius, uh-uh. dude. She is a genius. She help us with technology. She'd uh, make us uh, the Zoom meetings without nobody Zoom bombing us. That's right. And if they did, she just would like zap them with some type of... Uh, uh, <laughs> Adam, no, not adamantium. What was it? Vibranium weapon Vibranium, or something. Dude. Uh, and so she'd keep us like you know protected and everything with her all her technology wizardry. So yeah, that's my number one pick. And my number two pick, solid, solid. The Punisher. Who else do I want protecting my house? The oh, Punisher. That fool would just like no mercy on anybody who try to get into this house, dude. That's my number two pick. And it has yeah, to be. Was- it has to be John Berthal too. Yeah. <laughs> what? What no, I was gonna say you have to you have to make a clear distinction of which Punisher you're going with, dude. John Berthal, dude. That yeah, guy, yeah. Dude. <clears throat> right as you said it, it's like you read his mind. Yep, yep. that's it, dude. Uh, my number three pick, my number three pick, my number three pick has to be BB-8, just because I want him around, dude. <laughs> Honestly, just because I want him around, and. Uh, Oh. Yeah. And I only picked them because I wanted to make those sounds. <laughs> um, My number four pick, dude. I was almost... Put my mic back. I was almost in the same uh, idea, kind of like you, uh, sort of. Uh, Harry Potter, dude. Because that fool can conjure up... You know what? I don't need no scavenger. I just hit up Harry Potter and say, hey, give me some pozole. Pozole erectus. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know about that. One. But yeah, dude, you can just conjure it up, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, sorry. Did I, did I conjure something else? Whoa, dude. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, so all we need is... Say, hmm? What? You didn't say... No, you didn't say Pito Erectus. <laughs> That's the wrong spell. That's the wrong spell, dude. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so, with that, dude, we don't need no hunting, scavenging, dude. I just need to... You know, conjure it up, but also uh, Harry Harry Potter can also conjure us up ingredients for cooking, dude. Because That's that would really help for my number, point, dude. My number five pick. <coughs> excuse me, number five pick is Gordon Ramsay, dude. Because that was just <laughs> cook for me the whole time that he's oh here, my. dude. I just yeah, have that to... dude's a jerk, though. You want to be quarantined with that fool? No, that fool's not a guy, jerk, dude. dude. That's just his TV Dang. personality. Him and the Punisher are going to kill themselves, dude. Not food because he's just going to make him food, and then he's happy, dude. That's it. <laughs> and then he'll be yelling at him. Punisher just eats those MREs, dude. He don't care. <laughs> no, he's going to like it. He's going to like the fact that Gordon Ramsay's cooking for us every night and every day. I don't know why I made Gordon Ramsay my slave, but he pretty much is going to be making dude. food for us all the time he's there, dude. What is this? Shut up and cook. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> Uh, that's it, dude. That's my starting five. Uno, it's your turn. Go for it. All right. So I've put a lot of thought into the list that I've assembled, the team that I've assembled. It's been um, a lot of contemplating, a lot of time invested. Mm. 
you know, into this strategic assembly of, of uh, people who will help me get through this quarantine. So let's let's go. Let's roll the dice like a game a cas- in a casino. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's get there. Let's, let's get there. Let's go. My first pick, you know, I think we can all relate to this because uh, we've been going through this quarantine and we've all felt it to a certain extent. But, it's, it, you know, quarantines can get a little restless, can be a little difficult, can be a little gloomy and dim. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You feel a little down. Mm-hmm. So I want someone to just be around, be peppy, be joyful and a little ray of sunshine in my quarantine life. And pick number one to provide, you know, Relief, psychological relief, would be Kate Upton. Mm. Yeah, I just think you know, just something about okay. her spirit, or just right, her spirit. and just a, a complete, just release, just a, right, a just lifting presence. Mm. You know, see, yep. just see. I, uh, up very, and up just kind of like a, an arousal of emotions <laughs> and like your spirits would yeah, just be yeah, exactly. Like just, you just, yes, I get it, dude. Yes, I understand. It. It. I mean, you know, quarantine's tough. Yeah, dude. Want to be around good people. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, we're dealing with an uh, apocalyptic scenario, right. right? And you might have to step out of the comfort of your home, right? And I don't want to get into any confrontations. I'm not trying to squabble, right? Um, I uh, think that blending in camouflage is the way to go so i want someone with a fashion sense someone who understands how to put things together you know someone who can help me maneuver through the day and so pick number number my my following pick would be amber rose solid amber rose okay all right very solid pick it just just you know, understands fashion, understands, you know, how colors work and help me blend right. in as I'm making a run to Vons for ice Ooh, cream. Sometimes know? it gets dangerous. Just on my way to Whole Foods to buy some sour bread and I just don't want to get, you know, assaulted by zombie apocalypse murderers. So oh, yeah, yeah. You roll with Amber Rose. Yeah, for sure. She you know helped me be, yeah, yeah, I see yeah. that. She helped me blend in. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you so, can just um, be engorged with pride and self-confidence you think oh i got this but no dude you can just yeah yeah uh my next pick is an academic pick right uh this person is a a ivy league graduate very intellectual great head great Great, amazing head (laughs) (laughs) yes the the conversation you have just yeah and decision making and just the thought process, brains, you know, the you brain. Know what I mean, just the brains, giving brains so, a chance to just kind of go back and forth, you know, just yeah, so exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. just the stimulation, right. you know mm. what I mean, the stimulation. But I think again, circle back. It's very important to have someone who you can think through from an academic standpoint, from an intellectual perspective, the decision-making that you're going to need to make in order to get through this process. So my next pick is Natalie Portman. Right? Oh, okay. okay. Great. Natalie Portman. Solid. I see where you're coming from. It's just the, the thought Harvard process, grad. like like you said, just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, yeah, I can the see. head space, the head time you have to give that. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Great choice. See, yeah. I can see how you came to that conclusion. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, but you know, you can't just rely on academics alone. Sometimes you need to tap into some wisdom, a little bit of experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like everything can't. Everything's not A B C. You know, so it's like you need someone who knows what they're doing, right? Yeah. You need, you need someone who knows what they're exactly. Someone who can just grab a hold of the situation and own it. You know what I mean? Really, like, straddle things down. Right. So, on that note, um, I want to bring in somebody with, you know, who's 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 had an eclectic experience as far as cultures goes, right? So, this next per- pick is uh, someone with, you know, an, an American experience, a, a French experience, and a, and a Mexican experience. So, Selma Hayek. Oh. Mm-hmm. Selma Hayek would be my next pick. I just feel like she would bring so much 
to to the house. so much so much yeah. flavor, flavor in terms of mm-hmm. cultural flavor and I and like how you you're embracing robustness embracing of that, life that yeah embracing that robustness and uh the diversity within your uh, choices I like it I like it I mean everybody's got a place Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Everybody's everybody has a place here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds oh. good. Sounds good. Everyone right. has a position to fill. Yes. So exactly. exactly. You know. So um the next pick. Um wait, is this uh, I want someone is this to uh this is a bit of an indulgence. This is not not necessarily as functional as my other picks. Right. Uh, this pick is uh, I strictly just want someone in the house for entertainment, someone to help us all relax, chill out. I get it. Dude. You know, I pick, play a little music. I pick Fat Thor. I mean, I'm sure the person that you choose is is on that. So level. Similar. Yeah. Sim- so very similar. Similar. Yeah. So my my next pick would be Zoe Kravitz. Mm. Just want someone oh. in the house. Yeah. Very similar, I guess, to Fat Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super. Um, you know, someone to, to bring a uh, bring an artistic vibe into the house. You know, play some okay. music, be the DJ. Mm, interesting. I, I like know? that. So, so recap your and picks. Those, those, those are those are the people who I want to face the end of the world with. Again, it's it's Kate Upton for her personality, Amber Rose for her survival skills, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, Portman for her academic uh, repertoire. Some hike for her robust experience and Zoe Kravitz just to help me, you know, stay grounded in such a chaotic situation. So that's my team. Yeah, Amazing. I'm sure. I'm sure it was hard. Die. I'm sure it was hard coming to those conclusions. Very. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. I think. Oh shoot! You know, what? I think we're really getting. Oh snap! We got Zoom bump. Oh no, wait, that's just Uno's camera. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, That's terrible, I, man. I think his research is kind of overflowing onto uh, onto the, the screen. screen here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was our quarantine picks, man. Are we gonna survive? Something tells me that uh, Uno will probably be the last one from all of us, dude. He's gonna survive. His picks are. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think if anything, Uno's house was probably the first one to get raided. <laughs> I didn't All I know is that I hope best. he's got a lot of Gatorade and some Red Bull. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Red Bulls. He's going to die of sheer dehydration. <laughs> Yep. All righty, guys. That's our show. Before we go, I'm going to have Jay. Jay, tell us a little bit about our social media. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you've made it to the end of this show, that means you like it, right? And if you like the show so much, that means you guys are okay with giving us a five-star review. So if you guys get a chance, please, if anything, <laughs> give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, I'm sure you can leave a review. Anywhere you can leave a review, feel free to go and just drop us a nice little five star. Let us know how much you enjoy this show and what you like about it. Uh, you can also catch us on uh, Instagram. I think is where we're, we do most of our damage. Um, go to Instagram at the beta report. You can also find us on Facebook at the beta report, uh, the Twitter that no one uses at the beta report. We also got a lot of, well, not a lot, but a couple of videos on YouTube uh, from our time at Nomon. And I think we have a couple more videos coming up soon. I would hope uh from the last uh interviews that we did there uh a lot of fun a lot of great videos there a lot of great artists that we interviewed uh so go ahead and check that out uh we also have a website right guys website that we have thebetareport.com where you can find all of our old uh episodes you can find some of our older blogs as well we got some new blogs coming up hopefully soon since we're all quarantined we have time to write right people right 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 Uno, right awesome for um, sure. But yeah, those are all the places you can find us, dude. So go ahead and head out there and find us. There you go. Thank you, you Jay. That's right, you have guys. A special set of skills. And we will find you. <laughs> and we will make you give us five star reviews. There it is. Doesn't take much, man. And do it for Jay, man. Do it for Jay. Do it for me, dude. That's, That's all I got. Wants. That's all he has, dude. That's all I have, dude. Do it for Jay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We appreciate it. I know that's uh, the most that we can do uh, during this quarantine time. Uh, but this was pe- perfectly made for us. Because if you need to waste some time, waste it with us. Come back to the beta report. That's right. You like that? Uh, all major podcasts, apps, Spotify, Stitcher, <laughs> Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Wait, I said that already. Check us out. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and also to uh, follow us on all these social media. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back with another new episode next week for the Beta Report. This is the con. This is Jay. This is Uno. Until next week. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.